Hey, Social Salad family and friends of the family. I'm Megan. And I'm Sydney. And today we're going to talk to you about how to be highly productive in just 24 hours. But first, uh, (laughs) we know that this podcast is up late and we want to apologize for that. We had some technical difficulties. (laughs) Yes. Um, But we are doing everything we can to get this out as fast as possible to you. So we'll go ahead and get started. Perfect. Can you hear my dog? What? Did you hear my dog? Okay. He's very excited about the podcast. (laughs) I would be too. Okay. So, and thank you. Thank you all for your patience too. Yes, absolutely. We will get this out soon. So we can get started. So when you're running a business, I'm sure you've heard before that it's all about working smarter and not harder. That means finding ways to be as productive as possible. We all have busy lives and a lot to get done, but excuses are not an option, at least in our opinion. And we all have 24 hours in a day. And when you're an entrepreneur looking to grow a successful business, you need to learn how to make the most of your time. So I have three rules that I live by to have a highly productive 24-hour day. So rule number one is before you can even be productive or create an action plan or implement a system, you have to understand your focus. It's not all about the Facebook group or the followers on your Instagram account or your email list. Well, those aspects of marketing are what will help you grow your business online and get you in front of your audience for exposure. You will need to understand that success in your business comes from the business itself. So what do I mean by that? I mean, simply asking yourself, would I use my service or would I buy my product? Being productive means figuring out where your focus needs to be, and that will prevent you from wasting time. You can prevent wasting any time by understanding your goals. I see a lot of people focused on the social aspect of getting their product out there um, to make money, which is normal because businesses are meant to make money, right? But (laughs) they don't know, (laughs) but they don't know how to create content for it. And look, we all have our strengths, but Mm -hmm. you need to be the expert in your industry and you need to think of it that way. Mm -hmm. If you're the expert in your industry, that means you know everything about that product or service. That means you know your client and that means you know what they want and that you've done your research and you've collected data and you've done everything that you could possibly do to tackle every aspect of everything there is to know (laughs) about what you do. Right. So to sum this up, Being highly productive means determining what you are doing, having a clear understanding of your audience and what they want. This is what you should be using social media for. And at that point, you can be highly productive because you know what to market on those platforms. It is about your audience and it's not about the platform. Mm -hmm. So rule number two, I found that I was highly productive when I discovered my power hour. I know many <laughs> extremely successful entrepreneurs tell you to work 100-hour work weeks. Which you honest. do. <laughs> right. And to be honest, Megan and I definitely come pretty close. But our business is our full-time career. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who are currently doing the quote-unquote side hustle. And that's totally okay. But that is not an excuse for a lack of time in our opinion. Because if you truly want something, you have to go after it. So there's two things that you can do. One, if your job is a nine to five, for example, you can use the 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. method. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, but you give yourself a couple hours, come home, eat dinner, work out, whatever you have to do, and then get back at it. Breaks are important. So don't confuse what I'm saying with not (laughs) taking a break at all. But it is part of the sacrifice for the big picture, and it's temporary. It totally is. And you know what, Cindy? I totally get that because for me, I feel like I'm working constantly 
And when Madeline is up, I can't be working. And so, right. you know, as a mom, I have to wait until my daughter goes to bed. And then my prime work hours are those really late hours of the night or really early in the morning. And I think a lot of parents who are juggling maybe uh, doing like a side hustle with their full-time job and are struggling with that really need to just come to terms with it. Like it's, it's going to be a sacrifice for a while mm-hmm. and it's going to take a lot of time and you're going to be exhausted, but you have just have to get through it. Yeah. And keep in mind that it is temporary and you're working like this for a short period of time for the bigger picture. I think that's really important to keep in mind. It yeah. is a good point because there are a lot of moms and parents in the social salad. And, you know, I can imagine it must be a challenge when you can only work at certain hours. But, you know, if you keep the big picture in mind and you find a way to, you know, organize your, your tasks and you get in good habits that over, you know, over time, it'll that hard work will pay off and you won't need to make those sacrifices any longer. It really will. Right. So that's a good point. My other method, which I call the power hour that I said that worked Mm -hmm. for me, um, it's very helpful. So I know that I am more productive in the mornings. By Mm -hmm. the afternoons, I am shot because probably because I work so much in the mornings, but I'm just (laughs) not as productive in the afternoon. So I have to figure out how I can get the most done in the time in which I'm most focused. Um, I'm most focused. (laughs) Um, I'm not saying I don't work in the afternoons because I do work in the afternoons and I do work at night and I do what I have to do, but I know that I get way more done in the mornings. It's like I can go, go, go and not stop. So if you have that time, figure it out because during that time, I would suggest putting your phone away, going going into a quiet area, sit down and just work. That's what I do for at least one hour nonstop. I knock out one thing after the next and I feel amazing after. I feel really accomplished and I feel like, okay, I got my like, most difficult tasks or my most whatever it is I needed to get done I got it out of the way I did it Uh, and then by like 5 a.m I have all of these text messages from you (laughs) everything you've done and pushing me to do like it it pushes me to do even more um yeah it's not it's not irritating at all (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine that it could be we definitely have opposite work hours (laughs) But you know what? It's you have to when you have to work when you can and yep. make the most out of your time. So you know how Megan said that her time is either late at night because of Maddie. My time is early morning because in the afternoon I'm shot. And so Megan and I together. I don't know if any of you have business partners too. You know, it's all about figuring out. And Megan and I actually just had this conversation today. We have to figure out how to be more, more most efficient and productive mm-hmm. with our time in the time where we are working and it's not easy, but big picture, it's worth it. And we really enjoy what we do. And, you know, while Megan, probably (laughs) those early morning texts, you know, I shouldn't send. It's like, (laughs) it's like we do what we have to do. We make the most out of the time we have. Right. So that's really important. Um, So sometimes we have so much to do and we let the feeling of being overwhelmed dictate our schedule and it's really easy to do and Mm -hmm. sometimes we have such a huge list of tasks to do for the day and I'll be like okay I'm just I'm just gonna go take a 30 minute walk and you know what that's called I think it's called procrastination yeah (laughs) procrastination leads to less productivity I dedicate that hour to zero distractions and hard work. And that's not to say that I don't dedicate my time like that. The rest of the day I do, but the rest of the day I do take breaks. I work Mm -hmm. out, I move around, I take calls. 
but this power hour is my time to be highly productive and do what I need to get done. It does not need to be the same every single day, but it needs to be at some point during the day and you need to schedule it in. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's really important just to have that hour to yourself. You don't need to take calls during that hour. You can do whatever you want to do, but have that hour because you just get a lot of things accomplished. Mm -hmm. So the third and the last rule that helps me be extremely productive is um, learning how to work efficiently with massive to-do lists, like I just mentioned in this (laughs) last one. So as I mentioned in rule number two, being overwhelmed can dictate our schedules, right? Well, feeling overwhelmed is, in my opinion, the worst because you look at the list and you're like, shit, how am I going to get this done? And it makes you feel like you don't know where to start and it makes it difficult to start. But Mm -hmm. here's my advice. You need to learn how to work with it and not against it. So this is how you're going to do it. Number one, you need to just start. Don't look at the list. You need to just go and do what you have to do. The more you think about it, the less action you take. And that's a huge waste of time. So if you have to do something, do it. (coughs) Sorry, think about the first task and do it then the second task, then do it, then the third, then do it and check it off as you go. It's like anything else. When you just start, you will complete it, but you have to take the first step. Yep. Number two, don't look at the list, look at the results. So I read this somewhere and I thought to myself, wow, this is actually pretty life changing. (laughs) It's almost, you know, like a change in your perspective. You can look at your to-do list and say, oh my God, how am I going to get all this done? Or you can take a step back and look at what you've actually done and where you are at because of those actions. For example, like I said, Megan and I have huge to-do lists sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and we are truly passionate about what we do, but that means that we have a ton of ideas and it's fun. But if you knew how large our to-do list was, you'd probably freak out. Some days, <laughs> <laughs> some days it really honestly does not feel like we've made a dent in our work. And we know about that a lot because we're like, do you feel like we've even done anything? And we're like, no, <laughs> but like we, ha- but we have, so we, it, it's really, it's not what we, it, it, that's not what we choose to focus on. We don't right. choose to focus on the list. We choose to look at the progress that we've made and how all of the work and the hours that we put in are actually paying off because that, at the end of the day, that's what matters. And the fact that our list is so long doesn't matter because we know that we will continue to get it done. I think I think that's a really good point, Sydney, because, you know, if you get so caught up in all of the little things and you're just so busy focusing on those little details and you miss the big picture, you're, you're never going to feel, I guess, satisfied with your work and see right. really how far you've come. I agree. And a lot, we noticed that a lot of people say, you know, oh, like, my marketing isn't working and I'm not making enough money. I think a lot of times people don't pay attention to like these three tips that I'm giving you, for example, or that what Megan is about to say also. Um, I think people don't really think about these things. They think about, Oh my God, wait, this action isn't working. But then they focus so much on that task or action that they forget to look at the big picture. Like, okay, wait, how can I actually use this to my advantage to get more business or if this if have I been doing this consistently for a long period of time, like have I seen any results from it? I mean, I, I think people need to take a step back and look at what's actually happening, but also don't be too quick because, as you all know, marketing it doesn't happen overnight. You won't get results overnight. So, if you're going to look at something in a big picture, make sure that you have at least given it a chance. But it's all about oh, perspective. Yeah. It's all about perspective. So, Megan and I know we aren't working for nothing because we can see 
our our results. We put in so much time, effort, energy, and into everything that we do that although sometimes it feels like we don't make a dent in our to-do list, we are. And- yeah, and until you actually said that you read read this in the article, I didn't ever take a step back and look at it. But mm-hmm. now that I do, it's I feel like it's even easier to get through things now because I know even if it doesn't feel like this is having a result, it really does. Yeah, I exactly. Exactly. And we are making a difference. So this is what I want you guys to all start looking at the progress. Even if you're just starting out and you don't even have results yet, look at what you have done. Did you create an action plan? Great. That's the first step in the right direction. How about a website? Did you check that off your list? I mean, having a website up, that's, that's a key component to your business. So if you don't have that up, then well, you're not going to see any progress, but if you had it up, okay, great. You're making progress. You're going in the right direction. You don't need to all already, if you're just starting off your business, we're not saying you have to see results right away, but there's other ways to see progress. And you know, those things like a website that's time consuming, but it takes a lot of effort and it's necessary. Mm -hmm. So those are my three tips. Megan, why don't you share how you are highly productive in your 24 hours? Okay, so my three main ways that I'm highly productive. The first one, I don't split my time. I said this at the end of our time management podcast, but when you try and multitask studies show, you actually get less done. So set a certain amount of time to focus on each thing. I spend the first 30 minutes of my day responding only to emails. Then each client I have gets a certain amount of dedicated hours based on how much work they require. But I find that if I just focus on one thing at a time, I get done so much faster. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, have you ever read the book, The One Thing? Me, I haven't, I, but I've heard of it. So I have read it. And okay, guys, I bring it up, but I'm going to be 100% honest. I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> But what I took from that book is if you can't figure out what to do, you need to focus on the one thing that will get you the furthest ahead. So going back to, Sydney, what you said about results, um, focus on, don't get caught up in the details. Focus on that one thing that you have found is getting you the most results and pushing you the furthest ahead. Right. So don't split your time doing other things while you're focusing on that one thing. Focus on one thing and then move to the other one. Mm-hmm. But um, that's great advice. Know, this also means, you know, I have to put my phone away. <laughs> <laughs> that's not getting me anywhere. No. <laughs> um, between, you know, each of these things, my goal is always to schedule breaks, but that doesn't always happen um, because, you know, either Madeline interrupts me um, if she's not with a sitter or because I get in the zone um, and I just keep working. I'm so bad at scheduling those breaks. Me and of too. course, if you don't take those breaks, it's definitely going to come back to get you. Like me, for example, last week, I had like the worst like neck spasm thing where I couldn't move. Suddenly. <laughs> it was like, it was an all night thing. It was awful, but that's because I had been sitting in front of my computer in one spot for so long. So definitely take those breaks. Definitely yeah. between each thing you're doing, take the breaks um, and just focus each, each time you're doing a different thing, just focus on it. Um, the second thing 
that makes me highly productive is that I don't believe in mental blocks. I can't. There's too much to, you know, too much to do to say I'll set aside and I'll set this aside and I'll figure it out later because more and more will just keep piling on. And then that Mm -hmm. later time, it never comes. That's true. So, and this also goes back to that one thing. If you feel like you've hit a roadblock, instead, focus on that one thing that will, that will get you the most results. That's all you have to do. And that will get you through it. If you hit that roadblock, you know, put the pedal to the metal, speed right through, you will figure it out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this means, you know, hopping on my phone and asking others for advice like Sydney. (laughs) And sometimes it means I brainstorm the most ridiculous things. (laughs) Sydney and I have brainstormed some pretty random stuff. We have. (laughs) But But it's fun. um, You know, if you keep thinking, if you keep your synapses firing and you think in different ways, if you start to think in different ways, you will start to develop new neurological pathways in your brain and that will lead to a solution. Mm -hmm. Thinking in different ways can be incredibly helpful. So when I'm trying to figure something out and I can't, I step back and I say to myself, and I've said this with Sydney, you know, okay, there's there has to be a different way to do this because what we're doing isn't working or what I'm doing isn't working. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another important point, which is if what you're doing isn't working, don't spend half your day trying to make it work. That just wastes even more time. If it doesn't work, spend time figuring out another way to make, to get the results you want rather than forcing something to get the results you want. I have to say something with that. So yeah, we, Megan and I actually had also had this conversation today about something in our business. And when it comes to being productive, it's always important to, and I've said this line many times, but take that step back and evaluate your business and where you're at, because it can help you to move forward and be more productive. So like Megan said, instead of, you know, forcing, instead of forcing things to work, maybe you need an alternative solution to make things run smoother so that you can be more efficient with your time. And that's mm-hmm. what we were talking about today with one aspect of our business so that we can be even more efficient than we are. And sometimes you need to make adjustments in order to be as productive as possible. So that's a really good point. And I think a lot of people can relate. Yeah, I, it's so important to take a step back to reevaluate where you're at in your business. And again, find mm-hmm. out what is getting your results. What it, what it, that is that gets your results. That's what you need to keep doing. That's what you need to focus on. We talked right. about this in the last podcast. Keep doing what's working. Right. Um, the stuff that's not working, don't force it right now. But as you get more successful, you can start to, and this also brings me to my third way that I'm highly productive. You can start to delegate the smaller tasks that you just can't seem to make work, maybe it's um, social media or, you know, something in your, something in your business, um, you can delegate that to someone else. So I have definitely had to learn to embrace this. <laughs> um, as a work from home mom, it's been difficult to be productive and attentive to my daughter at the same time. So I actually reached this, this point recently where you know, work kept piling up and I eventually had to give in. So for whatever, whatever reason, I know a lot of you, if you're a work from home mom, you don't want to send your kids to daycare for whatever reason you have. For some reason, 
Uh, my husband did not want to. He wanted to keep her at home with me. <laughs> um, and I love. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. But, you know, I also want to have something to show my daughter in the future. <laughs> so this is important as well. Um, but, you know, I've come to terms with that. I have sitters come. She's now going to start school, which I'm so excited about. And once this started, once I started delegating, or I, I say delegating with my child, but once I just started <laughs> finding someone, <laughs> wow, you, I'm a really good mom, I promise. <laughs> she is. <laughs> once I started like finding ways to, you know, keep her safe and busy, then I could focus more on work. And that did wonders for both of us because she didn't feel like, oh, mommy's working right now. I don't matter. I never want to make her feel that way. So she gets attention while I get to give attention to, you know, something else that's less important, but, you know, I still need to, to work on. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I had this conversation with a group from um, a group of work at home moms the other day, uh, you know. Like I said, we all keep our kids at home for different reasons. And when I was talking to them, sadly, the majority of them felt that if they went back to work, it wouldn't be worth it because the money they made would just have to go back into childcare. Uh So they decided while they're working from home to start their own businesses. And, you know, some of them do the MLM, some of them do finance, um, some of them do like, uh, like, uh, what is that keeping records and stuff from home Uh and the problem that they're running into now is the more they work the more work they get the more opportunities they get they get and then the harder it gets to be with the their their children and so they they feel like oh I haven't made enough to be able to send my kids to school yet to a a daycare yet but at the same time they're like oh but I can't make more if I don't (laughs) Yeah. So that's exactly what I told them. I said, you have to think of childcare as in reinvesting the money into your business. Uh, It may be exciting that you have some excess funds coming in from work, but if you can't work, then those excess funds will go away. Mm -hmm. So you have to bite the bullet, start with getting extra help, getting the help that you need that will increase that excess instead of decrease it. And you know, this doesn't just apply to childcare. If you're, if you have, you know, any, any job that you have, especially if you own your own business, you know, hire an assistant, hire that accountant, hire a freelancer to do your social media, whatever it is that will push you that much more forward, do it. You cannot think of it as a drain on the finances of your business because it's not, it's actually an investment in your business. Those, those yeah. people that help make your business work and help move it forward, that, that's, that's where you need to be investing in. But those are my three things that I do that make me highly productive. Um, so, you know, I, I focus on one thing at a time. I've learned to delegate and I don't, I, <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe in mental blocks. See how I just pushed through that one? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, those are but, really good points. And I think that is sometimes people, for, like I said, sometimes people forget to think about like being productive in this way. And hopefully these 
you know, six little tips that really help us will help other people because it's easy to get caught up in all of the work that you have. Oh yeah. And you end up wasting a lot of time. So sometimes you just need to look at what you're doing, you know, look at these tips or whatever it is that helps you and take a step back. Like I've said a hundred times and, and get organized is what it comes down to. So those are our key rules to eliminate Eliminate wasted time, including multitasking, scheduling in productive time, Mm -hmm. power through those mental blocks, outsource and reduce feeling overwhelmed. And now other things that will help are taking breaks every hour, eating healthy, making sure you exercise and taking time to continuously educate yourself. That's really important. Yeah. And I'm sure you have heard those before, but I hope that these rules help make you help make the most out of your day. Um, And, you know, I think that we gave... Not just six rules, but like a couple of little ones. We added, yeah. we added some bonus rules for you in the in the mix. So I hope Who you uh, have a, a good bonus. <laughs> yeah, I hope you, um, I hope you found we, you know, we hope this gave you some insight into how we do it, and it helps guide you to be more productive with your time. That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be be sure to join our Facebook group and leave any questions you have in the comments of this podcast if you want to start a discussion about uh, being productive, time management, any of that, you will need to be a member of our group to do so, uh, Social Salad. But we would love to have you as part of our Social Salad family. And stay tuned Monday for the next episode of the Social Salad Podcast. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being patient. Thank you.